0: Hey guys, it's Vlad Harris here. Since I start the show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. It's MyBookie. Between our live in-game betting, endless props, and fancy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sportsbook business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They'll hook up our listeners all month. Visit MyBookie.ag and use the promo code Panther25 when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100, you got an extra $50 in play. It's M-Y-B-O-K-I-E A-G, promo code PANTHER25. You play, you win, you get paid. Hey guys, it's Vlad Harris here with the Panther Rants Podcast. It's, um, happy Friday to you guys. We've made it. Obviously, you know, it's been a short week, well, of course it's been a short week and you know. all. I love short weeks. The only problem I have with short weeks sometimes is that, um, if you got a lot of work to do, you have to cram it all in four days. And it can be a real pain in the ass sometimes. But, we're here, we made it. For some of you guys, I know for your kids, it's their last day day of school, I know for mine it is. Um, My oldest child is, um... He got picked to usher the fifth grade graduation. So he has to, um, yeah, so we had to pick him up some slacks, a a freaking shirt, a bow tie, and some dress shoes. And it's like, um, a lot of times we keep that stuff on stock. But, of course, your kid grows up and grows out of those clothes because, you know, there's... You know, there's not a lot of times where your kid has to dress up like that. uh, In this instance, he had to. And he was none too pleased with having to do this. And I get it. I understand where he's coming from on this. Because, you know, for one thing, the clothes are just uncomfortable. I mean, you got to, um... Of course, a bow tie, too. I mean, God... If, I mean if I was really creative I, I wish I would have been able to buy him a Pee Wee Herman outfit and He, got, he, he could have ushered the, He could have ushered the parents and took their tickets Dressed as Pee Wee Herman But of course I would have never heard the end of that one As we got older But you know I, went, I think it was cute I mean dressed up as Pee Wee Herman of course Pee Wee as, as we don't know I mean he did get a show back, you know, down, down the road. But we all remember the time when he, at the height of his popularity. He got in trouble for uh, beating off in a theater. And, yeah, I mean, back then he lost his kid, he lost his kid show over it. I mean... Think about that for a moment. That was back in like '91, I think. He lost his show, and people were having these little specials about how to tell your kids about people getting fired. <laughs> what do you? What do you tell them? Well, you can't really tell them anything. I mean, well, you can just say, you just go, you know The show just got kind of X, That's all. You don't tell them the part where he was in the theater, uh, you know, a doll movie theater. At that, that, I think, whacking off. I mean, there's plenty of people that have, well, not me, but plenty of people that have probably gone to an adult theater have done a whole bunch of stuff. Pee-wee sure as hell isn't the first. But I think Pee-wee did some other stuff, too, if I remember correctly. And if you, um... Uh, and, of course, if you watch the Cheech and Chong movies, you know that Pee-wee was in a bunch of those as well. And, of course, one of them, a Nice Dreams, he plays a coke addict. I mean, there was Pee-wee sitting at the table with Tommy Chong doing a big line of cocaine talking about the future of rock and roll he was rambling about some other stuff too i remember i'm sorry i took your money i'm sorry yeah that's yeah, he was doing all that and i think before that movie there was chichi Chong's uh, what was it next movie i think it was called and he was in that... I think he was at a commie club is what it was. He was at... Well, no, he was a bellboy. And... Cheech's cousin, Red... I think he owed him, him 3750 I believe it was. We thought... No, he thought he thought the hotel was 3750 a week. And it turns out it was a day. And he owed like $200-something. So Chong had to go down there and help him. And of course... Sean decides to fight pee Herman at the, um, <laughs> at the desk, and, you know, Sean's calling him names, and Pee-wee's saying, I know you, I know you are, but what am I, I mean, when I first saw that, I, I was dying laughing, because, you know, the fact that the element of pee Herman, you know, cussing and doing all that crap made me laugh like hell, and then, obviously they leave, and they have to get, um, Red's stuff, because Red has a whole bunch of weed and everything, and they break in and it's occupied, obviously by um, by a couple trying to have sex, and obviously the um, they're looking for the um, you know looking for the drugs, and I think Chong pulls out a French tickler out of the um, out of the bed or whatever, and turns out they had the wrong room, and they get the right room, and meanwhile Pee Wee is calling the police, saying that there's two crazies tearing up the place. And then he says, I think they're Iranians. And then after his thinks officers. So please automatically know that they're Iranians. Come down there. There's a whole bunch of police and obviously Chong and I uh, Red come out of the back. And Pee Wee ends up getting thrown into the squad into the squad van because uh, basically he the cops realized he was full of shit. And of course, he's cussing at the cops. He's yelling "Attica, Attica!" Yeah, and of course, and of course later, later in that movie, they, they encounter Pee Wee again in a talent show. And I think I think th- I think Pee Wee gets a transvestite to fight them or something like that. If I remember, that's how. Yeah, that's how that's how it ended up. It was a transvestite bouncer because Chong had his uh, Chong and I had a uh, my glass wrapped in a napkin and I guess he was pretending he had a dick a glass dick and of course the transvestite grabs it and smashes it with his hand with his or her hands Jesus they were kind of ahead of their time with this stuff I don't think they can get away with it now doing this but it, that was funny back in the day alright so we're off topic there so yeah that's how the hell I go from kids graduation to peewee I don't know Well, a lot of fun things have happened the last few days. As you all know, the game times are starting to be announced for Pitt and, you know, for all the Pitt games. So Penn Penn State, at Penn State, draws a noon kickoff. And we all know how much we love noon kickoffs. People are saying, well, uh, how come? How, how is this game with just a noon kickoff? It's Pitt-Penn State. Well, Trace McSorley and a lot of, a lot of the good Penn State players have graduated. Pitt's bringing back a team that uh, graduated two best players on offense, which was that running back, some key members of the offensive line, and they're bringing back a lethargic passing game. So that's pretty much why this game's a noon kickoff. And I'm sure Penn State fans are going, well, you know, if we were just, a other P5 team we would have scheduled, or, you know, a group of five, it would have been a primetime kickoff. Game day would have been there. Uh, Pitbull would have played live. And uh, maybe the Grateful Dead, too. You know, it would be an all-day thing. All these mean people would be here kissing our ass. But instead, since we were playing Pit, it's a new kickoff. So, yeah, that's pretty much how that pretty much goes. Well, it doesn't matter, you know. It's 107K strong. We'll get there anyway. Yeah, pretty much this is why this is a noon kickoff. I mean, it's national televised. You got that. But I see a lot of good things from this. And, uh, you know. Well, actually, a lot of good from this. Here's the thing, you guys. I'm not sure what pitch chances are of winning this game. It's obviously not good. I mean, if you look at the last two games. Penn State us. I mean, last year we just gave up towards the end. I said, fuck it, <laughs> we're done. Regardless of who wins and who loses this game... It's a noon kickoff. So you got all more than drink. I'm sure if you can stink a ball or two in during the game, you could do that. But the game will conclude probably pending all the commercials and whatnot at probably 4 o'clock. It should conclude around 3, between 3 and 3.30. It just depends on how many commercials they're going to fucking run. If it was the NFL, if this was the NFL at 12 noon kickoff, the game would be over at 6 o'clock. Because all the stupid-ass commercials are going to run. I mean, there's one thing that really hurts the NFL more than anything else is the is the, is the freaking TV timeouts. I hate them. I used to go to a Steeler game at, like, 1 o'clock, and we would get out at, like, maybe, like, 4. We And we got get out of the stadium probably a little after 4. Now you're lucky if you can get out, get out of the stadium at 5 o'clock. On top of that, you got traffic to deal with. But me, yeah, I didn't really have that problem because, you know, my dad and I knew the back streets and how to get home from, you know, from, you know, to, you know from around West Mifflin, from downtown. You don't need to, and here's the thing, you don't really need to use the, uh, the, the, the parkway. There's plenty of back roads will take you and they're, and they're never, ever busy because people don't know to take them. And, uh, of course... I got first full problems here when the uh, when the main freeway right lane is backed up because everyone's trying to go in the Starbucks. Yeah, everyone, you know this is this is like my Fridays, coffee coffee shops, donut places, and like especially like Taco Cabana, which is like a you know a fast food taco place. Those are places you want to avoid. Taco Cabana is lined up on Fridays because. They have this you know they have the, uh, the the dozen breakfast tacos you can you can buy. And people will buy like five boxes of them for their, for their, you know for the people at work. So yeah, you like a lot of breakfast places that serve donuts or breakfast tacos and coffee places pretty much on Fridays you have to avoid them all Or if, you're, or, or if you're tasked on getting these, try to see if you can order them ahead of time or get there as early as you can. But if any, any, anyways, you get an excuse being late. Hey, guys, I, I brought breakfast. You know, I th- I think I brought breakfast a handful of times. I, I, one time I brought it where I was going to bring it. It was after I was laid off from my job. And I started a new job, and I was going to bring, you know, know, breakfast to celebrate my first paycheck coming back. And I think earlier that week, my boss gave me shit for taking a a day off because, you know, my youngest had diarrhea, and he was, you know, he was barely 90-year-old yet. Here's the thing, when your kid has diarrhea, you can't take him to daycare, and we had nobody to watch him, and he gave me shit for calling off and his mother obviously couldn't watch him because she just, she was starting back work and you know when you're a teacher a lot of that stuff you have to do is mandatory before the school year starts so he gave me crap for it and then I decided not to buy them, buy them donuts after that and I quit without giving a week notice a two week notice but you know I wished them well I mean they were they were actually good company I mean I'm I'm actually glad they actually had the, uh, you know, they actually took a chance on me. But, you know, back to Pin Pinfen State. What's great about this game is this. Going back to what I'm trying to reiterate. As I trailed off. Lord knows why. The game's at noon. You get the drink before the game. Maybe before, during the game. After the game, depending on who wins or who loses, you get to get trashed the rest of the day. And you for, you, you'll, you'll, wake, you'll wake up the next morning and you'll forget about what happened. So when you wake up and say Pitt loses and you're getting out of your hotel at State College or, you know, you're on Twitter or whatever, you get up, you walk out or log online, Penn State fans go... Hey, we beat you, 107k strong. Blah blah blah, and you can say, "I don't remember anything. I don't know what happened." Hey, we beat you, yeah, Penn State. We are, dude. I don't remember anything. I was, I was, I was shitfaced. I don't, I don't remember any of that. I was too busy getting drunk, and getting laid. So, had fun, had fun celebrating your win. I decided to get drunk and get laid. There you go. And same with the ladies as well. You can say the same thing. Because, you know, I'm, I'm 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 doing this from a mansplained pers- 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 perspective, I should say. Say the same thing. You can say, hey. If a girl tells you, hey. Or another guy, hey, pit sucks. You can say, I was out drinking and picking up guys. Guys were buying me drinks all night. I have to pay a dime. Because none of you were getting laid from me. I just winked at you guys and, you know, blew you a kiss and you pulled out your wallets right away and I didn't have to pay for shit. You guys bought me food and you offered the cash, you got me some money for later to week to get my nails done or give you know get my hair cut. Or no, no, women don't really get their hair cut, hair done. There you go. Plain and simple. In other words, you can say, I have a life. I have a a life, and that's about it. That's pretty much any, you know, the fence these type of robbery things. So, yeah, I wouldn't, you know... Like I said, the new kickoff in this instance, it has its, uh... It has its, uh... advantages. Now, as some of the early betting lines are coming out, Virginia Tech is, um... I think they're 9-point favorites over us. They're 6-or-9-point favorites over us already. So, Pitt's getting 6-or-9 points. Six, ooh, 69. Nice. And the game, the, the season hasn't started yet. And, and, and the thing is, is Tech is getting all these generous uh, betting lines. And actually, it's a bad thing for them because, well, actually, it's good for the gamblers because shit. Look at the cash, in. I mean, Pitt dropped fifty, dropped the fifty bomb on them last year, and they and you know, and they did it with a lethargic passing game. They just ran the ball over Virginia Tech, which is unheard of. And as one Tech podcaster told me, Bud Foster doesn't even recruit. But if Foster's under, the, under the, his own reality that if you know, it doesn't matter who you, who you give him. He'll put him in his offense and he'll make it work. And I just found that alarming as hell. I mean, that's a big freaking red flag if I'm, you know, if I'm Justin Fuentes. If you're, I mean, because you're a defensive coordinator, you should have some input of, what's, of what of what you're putting into your defense, what players you're bringing in. Especially in today's college football world, because it's not, you know, it's it's not a game of pro-style offenses anymore. Or options or running games. It's different types of spread offenses. There's, they always find new ways to beat defenses. They're always innovative. So, I mean, if I'm Tech, I mean, that's just alarming as hell, but I mean you know for some reason the people people love Virginia Tech before a season begins I have no idea why but yeah I think yeah I think they're, I th- actually, actually I think they're six point favorites against Pitt. six and a half I think nine and a half over Duke but they're getting six against Miami that just you know baffles the shit on me but If you're going to get rich, shoot, there you go right there. Save up some money and, you know, go to my bookie. Oh, I just did that promo. Never mind. (laughs) But anyways, guys, if you are going to uh, Penn State, uh, check out SeatGeek. Use the promo code ACAA and you get $20 on their first purchase. They got um, a bunch of levels for their deals. When you, do, when you search for your tickets, it you know it doesn't have to be Penn State. It could be uh, a concert, Steeler game. You know, red dot is a bad deal. Yellow dot isn't an all right. Deal, and green dot's a really good deal. So uh, check out our friends at SeatGeek and promo code twenty dollars for your first purchase. Hey, you know, let me re- get, Let me go back to that whole Penn State thing as well. While we're all here, and we can get this all out of the way. I know for pit fans it's going to be a bitch because it's a noon kickoff so you got two options. You can book a hotel for Friday night and you can leave Sunday morning or check out Saturday and I don't know how they, you know, as long as you're sober. So yeah, is a bitch. I get that. Um, The Blues and Bruins. The Blues... Even the series up at one to one, and you know, after, you know what you know, whew, I'm way ahead of myself. Obviously, the Bruins did their homework after Game One because they came out on a mission in Game Two, and I said, like, like, like I said, this game, this series could go long because the Blues are hungry, and sometimes hunger it um it neutralizes skill and talent. It's how bad you want it. And the Blues buckled down... And took game two in overtime. But one thing I noticed about two of their goals that they scored... They got the Bruins to bunch up in the defensive zone. Which is something you can not do. I mean, I, for one thing... The point... On the first goal I watched... They gave the point a whole lot of breathing room. And you just can't do that. You can't bunch up because your goalie can't see. And that's what happened over overtime as well. They bunched up, but by the time they tried to uh, not bunch up, the goalie wasn't ready. He wasn't even set for that, for that, for that overtime goal. You can tell. He just saw it at the last minute. It was like, oh, shit. One thing you can't do is you can't bunch up in your defensive zone. And that's what the Blues did. They cost them to bunch up. And when you do that, bad things happen. I mean, you can bunch up in certain instances to block shots. But you'll get those little, uh, you know, if you play percentages, there's going to be some goals, that tr- some uh, pucks that are going to trickle through. If your goalie can't see them, he can't stop them. And now the uh, the series goes back to St. Louis, and so now the Bruins, you know, they gotta hit they they gotta they're in a pickle of their own now because uh, the Blues got home home ice for the rest of the playoffs. They get three games and they get three home games. You know, the Bruins get two. So, yeah, it's, you know, for the Bruins, they're going to have to steal one here. But if the Bruins are really going to steal one, it's going to have to be this one because they'll set the tone for us of the series. But who knows? Even if um, the Bruins do lose game three, if they can win game four, they get momentum going back home to game five. But obviously, you know, the, the Blues do their homework, and hey, you got to give them props for that. I mean, I thought this could be a long series, but, the, you know, there was counter argument that it could be a short series, and you could, you could have made that argument that it was going to be a short series after what happened in Game 1. I mean, the Blues let that one slip away, and who knows? It'll be, it could still be short. Who knows? This could be their only win. Crazy things happen in Finals. All right now, NBA playoffs. The final started last night. Raptors and Warriors. Katie was still out. You know, that's what the, I bet the end of this game I'll end up losing. It looked good at first, but then for the, the pace of the game just really turned up, and I noticed that the uh, the Warriors were looking gassed. And, you know, they had to rely on their bench a lot, and Boogie Cousins even even got in. Boogie looked, um, gassed himself, because, you know, it was his first game back. I mean, he wasn't really 100% when he, when he, um, when he was back with the Warriors, he was getting there, but now, you know, he pretty much is starting from scratch again. Not fun. But um, look at the game. Obviously, the, so there's some key things here. For one thing, Draymond Greenless held the 10 points. Steph Curry had a big game himself, 34 points. Clay had 21. And basically, they were, they were going to need big games out of both these, both these two. They only got one big game out of one. But they only lost by nine points. But on the flip side of it, Toronto... Well, okay, there's an accident. Looks like we got a Fiat and a Toyota that wrecked. Looks like they hit, they sideswiped each other, hit each other. And, you know, there's a parking lot, maybe a few feet from, from them, and they can easily just pull in there, but Whatever. Yeah, on the flip side, they lost by nine points only. You know, Toronto, they got a, you know, they had a um, small game from Kawhi Leonard. He, he had a quiet game actually. It was like twenty-one. He didn't score a whole lot in the stat sheet. The game was pretty much dominated by Siakam and uh, Marcus Saul. I mean, I, I, you know, I thought Toronto could be a dark horse in the playoffs. I mean. I really like their front court. I, I really love what they did with their front court. And, um, you know, because because they got Ibaka, Gasol, and Siakam. And Siakam, you know, Gasol and, you know, actually all three of these guys are versatile. Ibaka didn't have that great of a game, but Siakam and Gasol tore, the, tore, tore up uh, Golden State. It's it's a shame because, you know, the Rockets, not too long ago, tore up the Warriors. And they did it by beating them inside with, with Fareed and Tucker. And I was hoping they would go to that formula in the series, and they didn't. And the only reason they um, went to that formula is because James Harden was hurt. They, they were forced to do that. And I don't know why they, they, just, they just didn't do that. In the series themselves, and I don't know. Anyways, that's done and over. But here's the thing: I mean, Katie, if he comes back, I mean, if, is he gonna be hundred percent? He may be up for this series too, as well. That injury could be as bad as um, that injury could be as bad as um, we think. Or maybe Kerr decide to sit him, not have him come back to see how Game One plays out, and if he feels that they don't have a, they're not going to be in Game Two, then he comes back. But he, you know, he tried to boogie, and boogie just isn't ready yet. He's not 100. percent I mean, the guy looked to shove up his former self last night. Just all the injury, you know, the injuries have hurt him. So maybe it works out. We'll see. But, the, obviously, this is going to be another good series. And, you know, the playoffs, I mean, it's been a good NBA playoffs. I mean, you don't need LeBron to have your ratings. There's a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. Uh, but that's the thing is, you know, there's a lot of people that just, that just love LeBron. And they turn on for LeBron. It was the same with Jordan, same with Kobe. I don't know, guys. I'm hitting at the 30-minute 30, 30, uh, mark. I don't got much else to say at this point, but hell to pit. Have a good weekend, guys.